A Michigan native, Jaleesa's Spate is on a mission to share a message of family values with the world. When she welcomed her firstborn son into the world in 2018, her life changed forever, as it does for all parents. In her book, You Are My Sunshine, it's her dedication and promise to love and accept him unconditionally while showing him that it is okay to set and achieve your own goals. And on today's episode of the Power to Pivot podcast, Jaleesa and I chat about her journey as a mom, as an author, and we also talk about the importance of being a positive influence in your family and in the world. And I hope you enjoy. Good morning, but we're going to get through it. (laughs) No worries. No worries. All right, guys, I'm so excited for today's guest. We are talking with Jaleesa Spate, uh, author of the book, You Are My Sunshine. Jaleesa, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for asking. Happy Monday. Same to you. Same (laughs) to you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you are the author of You Are My Sunshine. And I I love the concept of of this book. And I wanted to share and, and have everyone else be able to check it out as well. Can you tell me a little bit about the book, what what You Are My Sunshine is about? Absolutely. So in July of 2018, um, I embarked on the journey of motherhood. Um, I had my first son, Amir, and just kind of being excited about this new chapter in my life. I remember sitting down one night when he was sleeping and writing um, what was was what was intended to be an open letter, just to him, something between him and I that as he got older, I would read to him and it kind of be our little tradition. As I was sitting writing the open letter, I just started thinking back to when I was kind of early high school, um, beginning my undergraduate degree. And I always wanted to write a book. I have manuscripts and things like that saved on different computers that I never really finished. I started the ideas, but I never finished them. And I think looking back now, the reason why I never finished them was because I never really was 100% passionate about those topics so there was never really any motivation on my end to kind of see it through to the end so Mm -hmm. they kind of just got lost by the wayside but this being something that was related to you know my child the passion was completely there so after I wrote the open letter and after talking to some of my close family I thought you know let's just try and see what happens and I remember one of my friends that I follow on social media she ended up writing a book a few years ago. And I remember seeing her comment about the publishing company she went through and how good of an experience she had. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember going on her page and you know getting the information as it relates to that publishing company, which happened to be Mascot Books. And so I ended up going to their website. And as soon as you get on their website, they have a big prompt that says, submit your book idea. So I submitted the idea about you are my sunshine and that kind of just started that kind of started the conversations about it. And then a year later, um, towards the end of October, early November 2019, You Are My Sunshine was officially released. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, super excited. Thank you. Thank you. So do you get to read You Are My Sunshine with a mirror now? Yes, we do. So um, he definitely has his own copy and we read it a couple of times a week. Um, The the characters in the book don't look exactly like him and I. However, they're, you know, they favor us. So he begins to, you know, kind of make the connections. Um, As he gets older, he kind of understands a little bit more what's going on now that he's two 
you know, you know that little boy on the book and things like that. So it, it's fun to be able to see him kind of get excited about the book also since it is about him. Right. Now, I love that on your website, it says explore the bond with this beautifully illustrated story. And, and I do love the illustrations in it, um, but it has activities in the book that you can complete with your child. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so towards the end of the book, there is a list of activities. Um, if we weren't, you know, in COVID, those are our list of activities that I used to do with the mirror. And then at the very last page of the book, from the day that he kind of from the day that he was in the womb, um, I used to sing a song to him. And so it's funny because, you know, once he was born and as he got older, I could tell that he remembered the song um, because he would like kind of interact with interact with me and, you know, kind of focus his eyes right on me when I was singing it. So the very last page of the book before you get to like the author, author page and things like that is that song that him and him and I sing together. <laughs> now so this gets to be something that you can incorporate every day as a parent with your child do our books and kind of going down that route um gave me access to a profile of illustrators that they work with so the illustrations are all originate from me they are depicting me in a mirror and things we used to do together and just kind of bringing the words of the book to life through pictures and so kind of going through the process of writing the book and publishing it, one of the very beginning phases was me after I submitted the messaging for the book, the text for the book, after I submitted that, actually having to write down what my vision was for each of the illustrations to bring those words to life. So after having some conversations with the the project manager that I worked with in order to get the book published. Um, those are the illustrations that we came up with. They did a wonderful job. The illustrator did a wonderful job bringing everything to life. Everything looks so real. Um, it doesn't look fake or, you know, cartoonish or anything like that. So that was one of the things that I really, really liked that the illustrations were so vibrant and so bright and just kind of jumped off the page and made everything come to life as I wanted it to without it actually being a direct carbon copy of me in a mirror right i love it i love it what is if there's one or two takeaways or messages that you want to share with the world through this book what what themes would you say they were um the first one i would say is that you know reading to your child from an early stage is very very important kind of reading to them from the very beginning allows them to grow with you um as they get older they'll be able to you know point out words in the book and they'll you know, recognize and become familiar with what you guys have been doing every single night. So reading from the very beginning is very important. Um, the mm -hmm. second theme I would say is that what, what, what I've learned so far by reading with Amir every single night, or at least a couple of times a week, is that it opens up that, li that line of communication. Um, I feel like he began to talk a little bit sooner um, he began to try to, you know, put sentences and things like that together because he heard, you know, us using, you know, real sentences. We didn't really do baby talk and things like that with them. We talked, you know, normally. And so opening up those lines of communications, especially in the world that we live in today with COVID and things that happen just in, in society at, 
is very important so that he feels comfortable coming to me about anything, you know, with the Black Lives Matter, with, you know, everything that's going on politically, being in a pandemic, him not being able to go to daycare, you know, us being at home together, you know, with his immediate family is kind of all that he has as far as being able to see outside of the house, outside of the four walls. So, you know, we have to have those open lines of communication. And then also just having fun. The book is, you know, supposed to be light. It's not real heavy and things of that nature. So, you know, just to be able to be a kid and have fun, not have any worries, that's kind of everything that I wanted the book to be. Right, right. Now, you bring up a, a couple of really great points because, you know, reading, it, studies have shown, you know, the more you can read to your child, it's going to help them develop their language skills, which, and, and also creates that bond with you and him, right? You and your child. Absolutely. And, and you're, you bring up another great point, which is that, especially in today's world, there's all these mixed messages out there. Uh-huh. The world's kind of crazy right now. Right. Creating that bond with you and your child, it gives them this safe space that they can come and, and express this with you to ask your, the questions. You create this open forum for them where it's safe for them to express themselves, ask questions, be who they are, but then they can learn from the world through your eyes. Right. So you're not allowing, you know, the world to shape their, to shape their opinions, to shape their thoughts. Like at the end of the day, you know, you're telling your child what your views and beliefs are, but at the same time, still allowing them to grow and come up with their own conclusions and draw their own conclusions from certain situations. But knowing that at the end of the day, both you guys are going to walk hand in hand down this journey of life together And, you know, one of the things that I say in the book, when you're happy, I'm happy. When you're sad, I'm sad. You know, we're a team. Just making sure that he understands that we are a team. I got you. That's everything that, you know, I want the book to be. That's the overall message that we're a team. You're not in this alone. And as long as you know at the end of the day that mommy got you, we're good. You can always depend on your family, right? That's a big message that I hear from this too. You know, you always have a place to come back to. You're going to have his back. He can trust that, you know, when the world out there seems to kind of want to kick you down, you know, you're always going to be there for him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how does Mamir respond to the book now? Is he, is he reading it to you? I know you have the song in there that you mentioned, but how does he respond? Um, so he gets excited when he sees the book, whenever he sees it and he, you know, his language skills are becoming more and more, um, relevant now. And he's putting sentences and phrases and things like that together. So when he does see the book, he'll pick the book up, point to the cover boy. And, you know, he knows that the song is at the end of the book and he's all about song and dance and all that good stuff and music. So he likes to go to the end of the book first so that we can sing the song together and then we'll sit down and read it. He still is in that phase though where he's not real focused. So we'll normally read a couple of pages at a time, take a little break, and then we'll come back to it when he decides he's ready for some more. Gotcha. So were, what were the main challenges for you as a writer? You know, coming into this, you know, you hadn't intended necessarily to write this as a book originally. Were there any challenges that you faced to to get the book written? 
So one of the initial challenges was kind of just personally, just fear of the unknown. Um, would the book be successful? Would the message that I intended to, co to come across, would the readers get that through the pages without me having to be there to explain it? And also kind of would, you know, would I be able to get bookstores, you know, to buy in and, you know, want to have the book, have the book available for readers to come in and purchase. So all those things, just because this was uncharted territory and taking me out of my comfort zone, actually kind of hindered me in the beginning because we just recently celebrated um, one year of the book being published and released. And really in the past, I would say maybe six months or so, um, being in COVID and things like that, I've really just had a change of mindset as far as just trying to get the book out there and get the message across and really just push all gas, no brakes on it. And so that, you know, with the launch of the website and driving traffic there, ramping up social media, just trying to make sure that the message is spread to the masses as much as possible. So definitely fear of the unknown kind of got in the way in the beginning, but I definitely think now I've gotten over that hurdle and am putting the book out there more and more. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important call out for that because it's so easy. Fear can be so loud for all of us. But what I hear from what you're saying is that you let that message be bigger than that fear and let that be your driving force. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, um, I always want to be an example um, to everybody, but specifically Amir. So I can't tell him one thing and try to instill in him one thing and then completely do the opposite as far as being the example that, you know, one of the examples that he's looking at. And so with, with that being said, if I'm going to try to instill in him that you can do whatever you want to do, I wanted to write a book. I wanted to publish a book. I want to be able to have the book available, you know, in Barnes and Nobles one day or, you know, one of the big nation retailers. So I have to do everything in my power in order to try to to try to make that come to reality so that I can be that example for him that I'm telling you, you can do it. I did it too. Right, right. It's not just, I, I promise you can, that it can be done. Like, no, look, I'm the example. I did it too. And I, I think it's important for all of us that what comes to mind is the law of attraction. And, you know, you put that out there, that intention, and it's not just about sitting back and letting the universe, you know, kind of have its way. You may happen too. You're kind of co-creating this reality with your, with the universe and bringing it to life or whether, you know, it's the universe or God, whatever that source is for you, but you are co-creating in that. You are just as much active in, in bringing what you want to life to happen. And, and I agree with you as, especially as a parent, I have four kids myself. Okay. Um, so it's important to be that example for them and watch you go. You know, I remember going back to school for, um, one of the things that I had always wanted to do was culinary school. Oh, cool. And I, I was, I was afraid, <laughs> but, and I, I kept saying, you know, making every excuse under the sun, you know, I'm not going to go back to school because it's not the right time. You know, my, my kids are too young or how am I going to pay for it? And, and ultimately I had to settle down with myself and go, no, you're just afraid um, that this could be something that either you're really good at or you really enjoy, or maybe you don't know everything you think you know, which is why you go to school. 
But I remember graduating and having my kids at the graduation. And there was a lot, it was an emotional time for me because it was like, I have to, like now I've shown them this, that you can do it. Right. And I don't know where this, I don't know where this is going to take me, but I'm going to do it anyway. And just, just for the heck of it, kind of just, let's just see what happens if I did this. Right. Right. And, and I remember sitting there and my oldest actually hugging me on the day of graduation. And I was like, she said to me like, mommy, I'm really proud of you. And I thought, okay, this is, this is a good example. Like I I've shown her, it's not too late. You know, you can do whatever you want in life. Um, and I think that those are important things for us as parents and adults. Like we are setting an example for the future generation coming up. They're watching. They're always watching. It's so funny because, you know, he's two now. So, you know, he's repeating things. And, you know, when you, even when I think he's not paying attention, a couple of hours later, he'll say something or do something that I think like, oh, I did that earlier. And I didn't know he was even watching and listening to me. So yeah, they're absolutely paying attention. Um, I just had a daughter a couple of months ago. So now having to be the, you know, be a good example for both of them, it's, you know, really important to just continue to drive that home that, you know, you are their first example of whatever it is that you want them to ultimately be. So you have to mm-hmm. live up to what you're trying to instill in your children. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. How has being a parent changed you, do you think? Or has it? Um, it definitely has. So, you know, I, I was always, I've always been kind of strong-willed and determined. And I'm one of those people, I'm a, I'm a sharpshooter. So if I see something and I want something, I go at it. Now I go at it with a little bit more, a little bit more, um, drive simply because you know I know I got little people that are relying on me and so failure is not an option um whatever I set my mind to do um I'm really big now into manifestation and kind of writing goals out and vision boards and things like that because I want to be able to say you know on this day I said I was going to do this in this time frame and on this day I accomplished it so being able to show them that is going to be, you know, amazing as they get older, um, you know, for life lessons. How do you celebrate your success? Um, to be honest with you, I haven't celebrated it yet simply because I'm not where I want to be. Um, so we've had, you know, some local success. Um, the book, you know, is available on e-commerce or website, um, you know, Target and Amazon. Now we have the website, so you can get the website there. We've recently, through COVID, launched a couple of additional um, products to go along with the book. So we have You Are My Sunshine Mask and Mommy and Me t-shirts. Um, we have puzzles. In addition, we have tote bags and bookmarks. So we have some things that are going along with the book to kind of make it a little bit more attractive and appealing to certain readers. But until, you know, I kind of get to where I ultimately want to be, um, I don't think that I'll actually celebrate the success of the book simply because it's not where I want it to go yet but it's getting there. So we're almost, we're almost ready for a celebration. All right. Well, so here, I'm just going to challenge that just a little bit, because I think that this is a success by the fact that it, you got it done. Um, so that's how I view it, but I get where you're coming from too. Like you have these goals and you're not going to stop until you reach them. So 
Absolutely. 100%. But I, do, <laughs> I, I would, I would still take a minute and celebrate the fact that you have this beautiful book uh, out there in the world and you can, you know, there's a message to be shared with the world. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so in terms of your price, your process as an author, um, is there any tips for somebody that is maybe wants to dip their toe in the water to, to try to write a book, something that you would share with them if they're afraid? So, so what I always tell people is that just start writing. Don't think about anything else. Just get out whatever's in your head, in your heart, and get it on paper. Don't think about grammar. Don't think about punctuation. Don't think about paragraphs. Don't think about transition sentences. Don't think about any of that because that's all a part of the editing process, which is the easy part. The hard part is getting out what you want to say and trying to figure out what those words are that describe how you're feeling inside. So just, you know, take your time and just write. Doesn't matter how it sounds, doesn't matter if it sounds like, you know, if it sounds like it doesn't make sense, if it sounds like a bunch of just um, jargon, it doesn't matter about any of that. Just get it out. And then once you have it on paper, then that's when you can start making it flow and making everything fit together. That's when you can start putting the puzzle back together. But just get everything out so that you can at least say you have out all of your emotions on paper. And then the editing process, you can find somebody to help you with that part, but you can't find somebody to get your words out for you. No, I think that's a really good point. You know, we just get the writing done. Don't worry about your word mm-hmm. count. Don't worry about the format. Just get it from your head to the page. Right. And and I think that's also another important thing to remember is there are people that can help you with the the prettiness of it, you know, the formality of it, the nuts and bolts to get it into the book format. Um and if you take it step by step, ultimately what you want, that message can be shared with the world. I think sometimes it becomes really easy to overwhelm. I know I was overwhelmed too in the beginning um, because of that. Like I, I saw the book, but forgot that there had to be that path to get there. Right. And it, it just starts with the words on the page. Yeah, it was so funny because when I actually wrote the book, you know, I never even thought about illustrations and, you know, all of the other stuff that goes into getting the final product. So I remember talking to the project manager and they were like, okay, so what do you want the illustrations to look like? And my first thought was, oh, I thought you guys did that. So, you know, being able to go through that process taught me a lot because it literally was all of my ideas from start to finish gets you the end result that you see today so you know being able to take that control and not allowing somebody else to decide what your book is going to look like was a really good and cool experience for me but to you know aspiring writers or authors that are already published that you know don't feel like their work was really what they intended it to be you know don't give up keep going because at the end of the day you know you decide what your book is going to look like. You decide the message that you're going to give to your readers. And so make sure that you continue to fight for what your message ultimately should be. Yeah, because it's your book at the end of the day and it's your message, your voice. And that is, it's important that that comes out and is shared with the world. Absolutely. You, authentically you, not that you that you think 
somebody else wants you. Right, because at the end of the day, that'll come out. You know, when you do start exposing the book to the masses and, you know, you start doing podcasts or you start doing book signings and things like that, your readers will be able to see that you faked it in the beginning. So just just be who you are. And at the end of the day, you'll attract the audience that you're supposed to attract. That's kind of what I believe. Absolutely. The energy behind the intention is important. The energy behind the persona that you're putting out, you know, if it's, I believe it's not, if it's not fueled by that authentic you, that message falls flat on, you know, on the world. So it's important, you know, have that right intention, put the energy that you really want behind it and, and make it yours authentically. And I think ultimately it will take work, but you'll get there no matter where it is you want to go. Right. Awesome. So, congr- And don't give up, you know, mm-hmm. the, the process can be difficult in the beginning and, you know, sometimes it can be a little stressful. Um, I remember, you know, I was going through this process during holidays and things like that. So the response time took a little bit longer and I used to think to myself, oh, maybe they changed their mind and, you know, it wasn't good and things like that. You know, just believe in yourself. At the end of the day, make sure you finish you finish it from a to z if i could go back in time you know those manuscripts and things like that that i started before if i could go back in time i would have at least finished them from a to z during that time frame with whatever thoughts and feelings i was having at that point in time so at least i would have a complete manuscript instead of having to try to go back and figure out who i was then compared to who i am now but definitely just finish it and then think about everything else after right. I love it. I love it. Just get it done. And then know that there's people there that can help if you need it. Um, So congratulations on baby number two. Thank you. So what is next for you? You know, are you going to continue writing? I know the book is, is a, a piece that you're, you're moving forward with. Is there another book underway? So to be honest with you, I haven't really figured out um, if there's another book underway. I remember when I first wrote this book, I said once Amir got older that I would love for us to be able to do a book together. So as he gets older, you know, maybe in the next year or so, that may definitely be something that we are looking at. Um, Right now, I'm just continuing to push You Are My Sunshine. Um, Right now, we have one more project that's getting ready to come out, another product related to the book that will be announced shortly and be on the website um, available for purchase, hopefully in time for the holidays. So we're just continuing to push You Are My Sunshine, push all the other products that we have, and just try to get as many people to share the same message that at the end of the day, you know, we as parents, we're responsible for making sure that our children's lights shine bright. So the ultimate focus right now for me specifically is just making sure that Amir, all the other sunshines, whether they're, you know, girls or boys, it doesn't matter the gender, making sure that we can give them as many opportunities as possible to let their light shine really bright because at the end of the day, they are our sunshine of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I love that. And one thing that I'll add to that is as parents, and we've already mentioned, they're like little sponges, <laughs> you know, soaking everything up. Absolutely. And if you want, if we, it is our job to make sure that that light shines for them. But the best way to do that is to make sure that you as, or us as parents are shining our lights as well. And, and, and you, I think are a really great example of that because you are out there 
doing something that while yes, it, it is a little scary because it's the fear of the unknown, you're out there doing it. You've set that goal and you are taking the steps to make it happen. And you, as you are talking about the book, you can, you can feel that passion and that excitement that, that is lighting you up in the world. And that is what's going to make him light up as well. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So where can people get their copies of You Are My Sunshine? And how can people get a hold of you if they have questions? So yeah, so all of my information um, is available on my website, um, all my contact information, email address. But if they want to purchase a copy of the book, they can go to www.urmysunshine.org. Um, social media is hashtag you are my sunshine zero one on both Instagram and Facebook. So definitely, you know, follow me. I try to engage with all of my followers as much as possible. Um, and all of my readers, if you do purchase the book, um, make sure you tag me in it so that I can feature you on our, you are my sunshine pages. Um, I love, I love to post pictures of, you know, our sunshines reading and liking the book and having family time and things like that. And then if you do have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. Um, my email address is you are my sunshine, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E-0-1 at gmail.com. And you is literally the letter U, R is the letter R, um, my sunshine, zero one at gmail.com. All right. Awesome. And I will make sure too that this is all in the show notes as well. And they can always reach out to me if they have questions on how to get a hold of you as well. So absolutely, guys, make sure you pick up a copy of You Are My Sunshine. The book is, is adorable. I love the message. I think it's important that we are spending time, especially now, like we're, we're in the house, we're together. You might as well make it really good quality time anyway. And that's really what's going to forge really good memories and ultimately send out that, that love within him that's going to radiate out in the world too like it starts with us guys thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the power to pivot podcast if you have questions or comments please don't hesitate to reach out you can find me over at our new website march4thmediacompany.com there you'll be able to check out all the information on the books that I have out as well as my coaching programs and I'm super excited to announce the launch of my new signature online courses for writers creatives and intuitives that's march4thmediacompany.com and I can't wait to see you there